Welcome to the Heme Consult Podcast, a weekly inspiration infusion for women of color and hematology. Dear woman of color and hematology, Heme Consults is your personal space to rest, recharge, and renew your spirit with a weekly infusion of inspiration from hematologist Dr. Toyasi Anwemena. Every Sunday, Dr. Anwemena will remind you that you are a superstar and have everything you need to succeed in your incredible career as a hematologist. Welcome to the Hematology Sisterhood that will transform your world. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Heme Consults podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Anwemena, and it is such a pleasure to be talking with you today. I am a hematologist, coach extraordinaire, and defender of the faithful. <laughs> um, today's episode is called Let Go of the Bad Feelings, and the theme scripture is Ephesians 4.31. Before we start, I just want to say, O oh, woman of color in hematology, don't keep those bad feelings. Let go of them. Let go of everything that shakes your peace. Let go of everything that brings you anxiety and fear and worry. Don't accept it. Somebody comes to you and they bring you news that makes you afraid. Don't allow them to come back with more bad news. Somebody comes and they tell you things that make you anxious and worried. Work hard to make sure that they are not part of your newsfeed anymore. Whatever it is that shakes your peace, I want to invite you and give you permission to avoid it and to live a life that is harmonious inside and outside, to live in a place of peace and serenity. And whatever it takes to build that, to build an environment that supports your peace, I invite you to do that. All right. So today's episode is titled, Let Go of Your Bad Feelings. And today I had an experience that reminded me of how bad feelings can hurt. <laughs> of how they can hurt me more than they hurt other people. So I had an experience today where I was working with someone who just seemed really snarky. And once upon a time, I think I wouldn't have thought much of it because in medicine, we're kind of snarky. You know, when people call us to deliver a consult or ask a consult question, you know, we ask the kinds of questions that sometimes just, you know, don't really come across as nice. And it's the culture. It's that you're like, so you didn't see the hemoglobin? You didn't see the iron deficiency? And, and you're calling me because you're not sure why the patient has anemia? Mm. <laughs> and once upon a time, I think I would have thought it was okay, but now I kind of don't feel like it's okay. But I'm also reminded of when I first started. And early on in my academic career, where I had bad feelings towards one of my mentors. And it was such a deep bad feeling because I just felt like this mentor could have done so much more for me. I felt that this mentor was steering me in the wrong way. I just felt that this mentor was just 
was just doing wrong by me. And I remember just feeling resentful and, you know, being full of like anxiety and palpitations. And, and yes, this mentor, you know, I think maybe had anxiety themselves. Anyway, there was a lot of yelling involved and, you know, judging and just not very good interactions. So I was upset because I kept wanting this mentor to be different. I wanted this mentor to love me and care for me and give me great advice and just be kind to me. And, and this mentor fell short in that way. And I had such a hard time because my expectation was that this mentor would do one thing and the reality was so different. I remember for the longest time, just I kept waiting for this change to come. I kept, you know, I, I mean, I just kept going with this relationship that wasn't serving me because eventually this mentor was going to open their eyes and figure out how they were supposed to support me. And if I, you know, got angry enough or pouted long enough, maybe they would get to the point where they were actually concerned and they would say, hey, how are you doing? But it never happened. <laughs> it never happened. And all the while I grew bitter and angry and just I had all sorts of bad feelings inside. And it took me a long time to understand that people cannot give you what they don't have. And whatever people do give you, consider it a gift. It's the best that they can do. If people treat you poorly, it is a sign of how poorly they treat themselves. If people yell at you, it's a sign of how they yell at themselves or judge themselves in one way or the other. If people cannot support you, it is a sign that they fall short in their ability to love you. And I think it's important to recognize that people are limited and they cannot give you everything you want or even everything you need. And I think it helps me think about the fact that nobody owes me anything. This mentor owed me nothing. I don't know her from Adam. Oh, I didn't know them from Adam. And they didn't really know me. There was just this thing of, well, here you are, mentor, mentee, pair, go. And so they were doing the best that they could. And maybe they didn't believe that I could succeed. It doesn't matter. What matters is that they gave me some of their time. They gave me some of their energy. And maybe they couldn't love me as I wanted to be loved and cared for. And it seems silly to be thinking of like love in a mentoring relationship. But people have got to care about you to really be able to gift you things. And sometimes people fall short, even in this regard. They don't really care about you. They're just obligated to you in some weird way. But nobody owes me anything. Nobody owes me a thing. Everything I have received is a gift. And I accept it as a gift. But there are some gifts that I don't want. You know? like the gift of judgment and yelling. And you might say it's not a gift, but I'm just telling you that people cannot give you what they don't already have. And if people are giving you things that feel to you like they're negative, 
That's because that's what they have. And it's important to recognize that somebody who is unloved is going to have a hard time loving. Somebody who is not cared for is going to have a hard time caring for others. Somebody who judges themselves harshly is going to have a hard time showing others compassion. And when you recognize this, it helps you to let people go and to say, wow, I see that all you have to give me is something I don't necessarily consider a gift. Well, thank you. And, and, and then you go, you move away to find something that maybe you would consider a gift. And I think I want to invite you to the place of recognizing that people are limited and that instead of judging them for what they are not able to give us, we show them compassion and we recognize that they don't have more to give us because if they did, they would. The second thing I want to share is that some people actually don't have more to give than what you can already see. They don't. In medicine, there's a lot of burnout. The rates of burnout are at least 60%, possibly greater. And people are enduring careers that they hate. How can love come out of that? How can compassion come out of that? If people are setting themselves on fire to light others, right? To light the path for others. How can they give any more? How can they give anything when they're being consumed in the process? And I say all this not to evoke judgment, but to evoke compassion and to say, people who are at the end of their rope cannot give you anything more than you can see them already giving. And sometimes the, oh goodness, it's like barbs that flow out of them are hurtful. They are hurting you. Let's just be real. We see that they cannot give much more than they have, but the stuff that they're giving, ooh, kind of toxic. And it is important to get out of the way so you don't can get to participate in any of that toxicity. Just move. But stop waiting for them to change. Stop deciding that your future moves forward only if they change. Because if they had capacity to change, they would already have changed. And the reality is that you're the one who has power to make anything different. And you have that power because you have the ability to walk away from any situation that doesn't support you. You need support and you're in a place or you're working with someone who cannot support you. You have power to walk away. And part of that is just recognizing that the only person you control is you. And every time that you wait for someone to get it together so that your life can be better, so that you can move on, you're giving away the power you have and instead taking on power that you don't have. You do not have power to change anybody. The only person you have power to change is yourself. And so any energy that you invest in trying to force somebody else or cajole somebody else or influence somebody else to make a different decision is not time well spent. Because people don't change because you ask them to. They change if they choose to and if they have a conviction that change is needed. And so I want to encourage you to accept what people tell you that they are giving you. Accept it. And walk away if it's not what you want. 
Don't invest time and energy trying to get them to change what they're giving you because they may not have the capacity to give you more than you already see. The third thing that I wanted to share is that I owe it to myself to let go of every bad feeling. For the longest time, I was so angry at this mentor and I kept waiting, waiting for this person to turn around or treat me better or just be respectful. I kept waiting and, you know, being miffed and then, you know, waiting for an opportunity to do a confrontation and that I worked up so long to do that, to say, I don't like the way you do this. (laughs) And when I finally did that, this person didn't care. They were like, suck it up. That's the way it is. Take it or leave it. And instead of trying so hard to make this person change or to make this person see how much it hurt me, I really owed it to myself to let go, to let go of this relationship, this experience that wasn't working for me, but also to let go of all the bad feelings that had accumulated in the course of the experience, in the course of the relationship. And in letting go of those feelings, I wasn't helping them. I was helping me because bad feelings were weighing me down. The bitterness and the anger that I was expressing were weighing me down. (laughs) Although the hurt feels like it had come from the external because I was holding on to it, it was hurting me. And so not only now was there pain from outside, there was pain from within because I had pulled the pain from outside within and I was nurturing it. And so I recognize now that I owe it to myself to let go of every bad feeling. And in the experience I had earlier where this person I was working with was being so snarky, I owe it to myself to let go of even that thought of the snarkiness bothering me. Mm-hmm. And so I want to invite you to come on a journey of forgiveness with me. I want to invite you right now to forgive those who have hurt you in the academy. Mm-hmm. There are many of them, I think. Because if you are a person of color or underrepresented in any way in the academy, there is somebody who's either belittled you or disrespected you or underestimated you, or had a low opinion of you, and you've experienced it, you've felt it, it's not made up, you know. And sometimes it's felt like everywhere you go, there's somebody sending barbs at you, trying to destroy you. It feels that way. But I want to invite you to take a step and forgive all of them today. I want to invite you to say with me, I forgive you and I release you of every obligation you have to me. I'm going to invite you to say it. I forgive you and I release you of every obligation you have to me. Mm -hmm. And the reason you forgive them is not because of them, it's because of you. It's because if you hold on to poison, it poisons you. It's because if you hold on to thorns, it cuts your hand. It's because if you hold on to the sword's blade, 
it'll slice your finger. And so you forgive, not for them, but for you, for you, so that you can move on, so that you can move on and be healed and be able to bring healing to other people as well. The second thing I want to ask you to do is to forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. Because you also haven't, you've fallen short, you haven't, you haven't hit the mark. And you judge yourself harshly. And unfortunately, the reason you're, you judge yourself harshly is because you've been short, you've been judged. And other people have been judging you. Judgment is part of your experience growing up in the academy. There's always harsh judgment being handed out. And it's no longer people who are more senior than you judging you. It's your peers judging you. It's even those who are kind of your mentees sometimes judging you. But more importantly, it's you judging yourself. And so I want to invite you to forgive yourself mm -hmm. of every time you've fallen short, of every time you've not done what you're supposed to do, of every time you forgot, every time you didn't make it, I want to ask you to forgive yourself. And I invite you just now to say with me, self, and you can call yourself by name. So I would say, Teosi, I forgive you. I forgive you for every time that you've fallen short. I forgive you for every time you haven't measured up. I forgive you because you're human, because you're me, and I have compassion on you. Mm -hmm. And now I invite you to give yourself a hug. Mm -hmm. I know it doesn't feel, yeah, it feels funny. It feels weird. But please wrap your arms around yourself. You can see I'm doing it now, making noises on the microphone. And just give yourself a squeeze. Mm -hmm. And let go of every judgment, every bitterness that you have towards yourself. Mm -hmm. You deserve a good big squeeze from you. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. The third thing I want to invite you to do is to make a decision today to live without judgment of others and of yourself. It's countercultural. It's different from what everybody else is doing. It's different from the prevailing environment where we cancel people and we make sure everybody can see their flaws. It's very different. But I'm going to invite you to a different space. I'm going to invite you to a space where you live without judgment, without blaming, without shaming. Every time it comes to your mind to think, wow, this person is stupid, immediately think, mm, that's not for me. I don't do that anymore. And it's going to take time. It's going to take energy. It's going to take conscious thought. But I want to invite you every time that thought comes to condemn somebody to, you know, you see your face starting, you, you feel your face starting to squeeze up, you know, that look of like, oh, goodness, I can't believe that. As soon as you start to experience that, I want to invite you to arrest it and say, no, I don't do that anymore. And every moment you want to like hit yourself on the forehead and say, that was so stupid. Oh, I can't believe I did that. I want you to catch yourself and remind yourself that you don't do that anymore. And the reason you don't do that anymore 
is because you need an environment of compassion to thrive. And if you have bitterness in your heart because you are not forgiving someone else, it is difficult for you to thrive. And you're holding on to the poison of bitterness that poisons you first. And if you're judging yourself, then you're shriveling up inside because you're trying so hard to get away from the harsh criticism that is constantly coming at you from the one who should love you the most. And it's hard for you to thrive in that kind of judging environment. And so I'm inviting you to a new space of thriving. I'm inviting you to a new space of living vibrantly. I'm inviting you to a new space where you no longer engage with a culture that cuts people down. I'm inviting you to begin to create a new culture of building people up, to create a new culture of building yourself up, to create a new culture where you are free to make mistakes because people make mistakes when they are learning. And the sign of learning is making mistakes. And so it's okay that you are making mistakes. And as long as you recognize that it's okay, then you have the opportunity to stand up and make the right decision this next time. Mm -hmm. And so I want to thank you in advance for giving yourself grace this week. And so I invite you this week to live differently. You know, people are not going to come alongside you and say, wow, yeah, I want to do this because they're not used to that. They're still hurting. And they're still holding on to bitterness and anger. But you're going to set an example for yourself. It doesn't matter if nobody else follows you. This is about you. Because for you to be everything that you must be, you've got to let go of every weight that pulls you down. And I want to thank you for taking the first steps this week. And you're going to take them again and then again and then again to let go of anger, bitterness, and unforgiveness and to live free. <laughs> oh, it's been such a pleasure to talk with you today. I want to thank you so much for listening. And I want to invite you to leave a review, please. Leave us a five-star review. Because somebody else needs to hear this. Somebody else needs to be encouraged. Somebody else needs to choose differently. Yeah. And I'm also inviting you. I'm holding a webinar on Monday, November 20th at 6 p.m. And it's about how clinicians can make the transition to lead research programs. And you may be listening and saying, that's not me. I don't want to be part of that. But you're like, hey, you know, I'd like to meet Toyosi in person at least virtually in person, and uh, hang out with her for some time. Yes, you're invited to just come and hang out, even if you have no interest <laughs> in working with me. I would love to see your face. If you go on our website, coagcoach.com, and go to events and sign up, I look forward to seeing you there. And I invite you as you go on in this week, to recognize that you are amazing and beautiful and there is so much more to you than the world knows. And I'm excited for how much will be revealed even as you let go of bitterness and anger and begin to walk in compassion and forgiving often. All right, I look forward to talking with you again the next time. Thank you for listening.